Well, welcome to the Miami Church Podcast. My name is Greg, and I am so glad that you are listening right now. Listen, man, life is hard, but we are here to help you. And so I hope you enjoyed today's message. And man, our, our, our real prayer and our real hope is that, that the message today will help you take your next step in your faith journey. Enjoy. Well, Happy New Year 2022. Sounds so much like the future. What are your plans for 2022? I mean, what are your goals for 2022? I mean, it's good, right? And in fact, I would say it's a must to have goals and plans. But, but what do we know about 2022? I mean, sitting here today... What can we be certain about when it comes to the year 2022? Honestly, we can be certain that we don't know, right? We know that 2022 is going to be uncertain. It's going to be unpredictable. And there's this virus that continues to go, and now there's variants, right? We know that the world is broken and that there's sickness and there's there's hate and there's discord. and, And it just seems like the news gets worse and worse. And with everything that's happening in our world, everything that's happening here in the United States and in our city, it is time, 2022, it is time for good people to rise up. It's time for the church to be the church. It's time for those of us who are followers of Jesus to really all in follow Jesus. And as a church... Our leadership, we spend a lot of time thinking and praying. And our our priority, our focus in 2022 comes from the words of the writer of Hebrews. In Hebrews 10, 23, he says this. He says, let us hold firmly to the hope we claim to have, the God who promised is faithful. Right? He's saying hold firmly, hold tight, hold firm. No matter what happens, no matter how uncertain, no matter how crazy it gets, he says hold firmly to what? To hope. Hope in Jesus, hope in Jesus, that he is our rock, that he is our anchor, and Jesus is faithful. In fact, he's here, he's present, and he promises he'll never leave us, he'll never forsake us. And that's true, I believe, and it sounds great, but how? I mean, how do you, no matter what happens, how do you hold firm? How do we hold on to hope? The writer continues in verse 24. He says, hey, let us consider how we can stir up one another to love. Let us help one another do good works. Well, how? The answer he gives right here is together in community. That that we, the community, the church, the gathering, we're to help one another. We're to do life with one another. And, And we encourage one another. We challenge one another. We spur one another on to each other to to love, to to more love, to love more. We we encourage one another. We spur one another what to good, to do good, to follow Jesus. We encourage, we spur, we push, we challenge, we inspire one another toward Jesus, toward hope. We chase Jesus together. 
But he continues, verse 5. He says, don't, for, don't give up meeting together as some are have been doing, but instead encourage, there's your word, one another with words of hope. Let us do this more even as you see Jesus' return approaching. And see, we gather on Sundays. We gather in teams. We call them neighborhood teams, small groups of people meeting together. Why? It's right here. He says what? To encourage. How do you encourage? He says, encourage with words of hope, words of life. And the crazier it gets, the more the world seems to be spinning out of control, the more we need to gather to encourage. And so our theme, our plan, our goal as we look to 2022 is straight from these words. Now, Here's the challenge with this. Here's kind of where the the rubber meets the road, to use that expression. Because here's what I know, and here's what I know about you, and here's what I know about me. Your greatest challenge in 2022, you. See, we face our greatest leadership challenge every morning when we look in the mirror. And my greatest challenge, it's not you, it's not my kids, it's not my wife, it's not my job, it's not my financial uh, stability, it's not even my health. My greatest leadership challenge is me. And I'm difficult to lead. I know this. You know why I know this? I try every single day. And guess what? You are difficult to lead. And you know this. You attempt to do it every single day. Day. Now, this message is not necessarily fun, and it's not fun to talk about this because it reminds us that we have work to do, but it's so important. And you want to know why it's important? Here are a few reasons why this is critical to you and to your year. Number one, you'll never be a person worth following if you don't lead yourself well. So you have influence. Whether you believe it or not, whether you feel it or not, you actually are influencing other people. Now, it could be really big, it could be small, but every single one of us has influence. And you influence. If you're a mom, you're influencing your kids. If you're a coworker, you influence your coworker. If you're in school, you influence your classmates or your friends. See, you're influencing. And if you want to be a person worth following at home, uh, at school, at work, with your friends or in the community, right? you you, you got to lead yourself. Now, let's be clear. Exceptional self-leadership is not essential to leadership. You know this. You know leaders who are a mess personally. You know leaders who are a disaster personally. In fact, you may work for one. They may teach your class. You may have grown up with one. You, you know, we're watching them on, unfold on the news. We all know leaders who are a mess personally, yet they're still leaders. So you don't have to have your act together to be a leader, but here's the key. You must be extraordinary in self-leadership if you want to be a person worth following. A person worth following. I'll tell you the first time you saw this, and you don't have words for this. You saw this as a kid growing up in your home. And when it comes to your parents, Whether or not you want to be like your parents depends on how well they led themselves. And many of you, right, you love your parents. You like your parents, but what? You don't want to be like your parents, right? You love them. You even like them, but you don't want to be like them. And whether or not you want to be like your parents 
it has far more to do with how they led themselves than it does to, to what they taught you or what they required of you or what they demanded of you of even, or even how they disciplined you. Why? Why? Why is this? Because you will never be, I will never be, we will never be a person worth following in any capacity, in any area, in any arena, if we don't get the self-leadership thing down. This is critical to 2022. Now, the second reason this is important and this is vital, and you know this, right? I'm not telling you anything new. You know this. Exceptional self-leadership is the key. It's the key to what? Sustained performance. And when a person or a parent or a boss, when they burn out or flame out or walk out or get taken out, it's often related to what? Poor self-leadership. Great leaders last because they lead themselves first. And so here's the bottom line. You, you want to have sustained impact. You want to have lasting impact at home with your kids or with your spouse or with your family, your friends, at your workplace, with your employees, with your coworkers in the community. You, you want to live a life the, that you're dreaming of living. You want to accomplish your goals in 2022. You want to accomplish what I believe is your God-given purpose and mission, right? And not just tomorrow, but five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, it comes down to this, this very thing. It comes down to self-leadership. It comes down to leading the person that you see every morning when you look in the mirror. And if you don't lead yourself well, you, you can't. You will not live the life that you want to live. Now today, as we start this new year, I want to give you three decisions, and they're super practical. But if you want to be better at self leadership, your future depends on this. I mean, these are important. Your future depends on it. In fact, I would say your family depends on it. The future of your family depends on it. People you lead at work, their future depends on it. And honestly, our church, our mission, our purpose, our community, what we believe God has called us to do, it depends on this from you and from me. This is one of those, like, make a decision, put a stake in the ground kind of messages. Three decisions. Decision one, I will not lie to myself even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Can you say that out loud? I will not lie to myself even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Now this seems a bit countercultural, but do you know what's worse than feeling bad about yourself? Hanging on to what's bad about yourself. That's worse. See, it's okay to feel bad about yourself if it motivates you or inspires you to get rid of whatever it is that's bad about yourself. In fact, there was an old prophet in the first part of the Bible of the Old Testament named Jeremiah, and he makes this amazing statement that, that we all know to be true. Jeremiah 17, 9, he says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand? I don't like this. I wish this were not true of me, but I know it's true. I know my heart, right? My, my, my default, my heart is beyond cure and, and, and no hope. Who can understand it? And this is why when you say, hey, I don't know why I did that. And Jeremiah goes, I do. Well, I don't know why I bought that, or I don't know why I said yes to that, or I don't know why I fell into that again and again. And again, and Jeremiah says, I do. 
See, friends, I will not lie to myself even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. The easiest person to deceive is the person I look at in the mirror. Nobody does a better job of selling you on bad ideas than you. You could say it this way. You are a sucker for you. And as soon as you see something you want, right, you start selling yourself on. I do this, right? But effective self-leadership requires brutal honesty with oneself. And you can't lead yourself as long as you're lying to yourself. And here's really the place to start. It's so simple. Something as simple as this. Why am I doing this? I mean, really, why am I? Why am I buying this, or why am I saying this, or, or why am I sending this, or why am I eating this, or why am I avoiding this, or why am I going there, or why am I wearing that, or why am I delaying or postponing that? Really, why? I will not lie to myself, even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Decision two. I will prioritize what I value most over what I want now. I'll just say this out loud with me. I will prioritize what I value most over what I want now. And if I got this, if you got this, if we really embrace this and, and live this, it would save us tons of heartache and trouble. If every day I would just prioritize what I value most over what I want now, I mean, this is what great self-leadership's all about. It's this long-term, long-range view, right? This is what good parents do. This is what great friends do. This is what really good leaders do. It's not just about right now, today, this moment, but, but it's a, it's a long-term approach, thinking long-term. Where are you leading yourself? Five years from now. 10 years from now, when your kids are, are 22, where, where are you headed? What, what's the goal, right? Toward, toward a life of your dreams, the life that you dream about or you've been called to? Well, the answer for you and me should be, you should be leading your life toward what you value most, not what you want now. Because what you want now, what I want now, is rarely what I value the most. And if you fail to discover what you really value, you will never get what you really want. Now, for those of us who are followers of Jesus, the stakes are even higher because there's a, there's a grander vision. There's a, there's a bigger purpose. Jesus says to you and to me, he says, follow me. And if we follow Jesus, then, then what he values must be what we value. In fact, his, one of his followers, John, he he recorded this uh, eyewitness account uh, of Jesus in John 13. Look what he says. Jesus says this. He says, a new commandment I give to you, what? Love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you're my disciples, that you're truly a follower of mine. If you what? Love one another. If you truly follow me then. In fact, years later, the apostle Paul wrote a similar thing uh, to the church in Galatia, Galatians 5. He says, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself what? Through love. Well, Paul, you wrote a ton of stuff, and you're saying the only thing? 
See, confidence in God expresses itself through love and concern for others. Your faith, my faith, your confidence in God, it's expressed how? It's, it's shown how? Through love. How we treat, how we love, how we interact with one another. This is where we as followers of Jesus, this is, this is what we have to value. This is the grander, bigger purpose. I, I mean, consider this. Would you be happy with your life, at the end of your life, if you have lived your life with faith and love as the center of your life? I know the answer. It's yes. And how do I know the answer? Because every single funeral I've ever attended shouts yes. You know what we learn at every single funeral? The value of a life is always measured by how much of it was given away. How much of it was given away? Decision number one, I will not lie to myself even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Decision number two, I will prioritize what I value most over what I want now. And decision number three, this is, this is key. I have discovered this to be so true. I will not attempt to lead myself by myself. Here's the bottom line. You can't lead yourself by yourself. This is, why, this is the why behind Miami Church. This is the why behind Sundays and gatherings. This is the why behind neighborhood teams. It's why we're in this together. It's why community. I, I can't overstate the importance of this because your community determines the direction and the quality of your life. See, we, I, I must have a community with common values. We must have a community who's moving in the same direction. We need people who will tell us the truth. This is why Sunday gatherings are, are so important. And when you miss or I miss, you, you feel it, right? You tell me this, right? This is why our goal in 2022 is for every single person who's connected to Miami Church to be engaged, to be connected to a neighborhood team a small group of people who are doing life together, who are sharing life together, who are locking arms. And yes, we share food and we engage the Bible together and we pray together and we serve our community together, right? Let me remind you of this. Hebrews 10, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some do, but what? Encourage one another especially now that the day of, of God's return is drawing near. See, our community should motivate and encourage you to acts of love, to do good, to live beyond yourself, to go where you maybe think you can't go. And so when life happens, whether it's good or bad, there's a group of people who surround you who weep with you, who cry with you, who rejoice with you, who encourage you, who inspire you, who, who will ever, wherever you are, they won't let you stay there. Three key decisions. I will not lie to myself even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. I will prioritize what I value most over what I want now. And here's our focus for 2022. I will not attempt to lead myself by myself. See, everyone ends up somewhere. You're going to end up somewhere. I'm going to end up somewhere. And I want you to end up somewhere on purpose. And the only one person who can ensure that happens is the person 
in the mirror, that stares back at you every morning in the mirror. We face our greatest leadership challenge every morning when we look in the mirror. Now, can I just say a quick word to parents, to moms and dads? I can't overstate how big this is because there are little faces and some smaller mirrors who are depending on you to lead yourself well. Lead yourself well. Can I say a word to singles? There's so many singles in our church. You want to be married, but here's what I know about you. You're looking for someone who's leading themselves well, right? And so if we want to keep it real, be the leader you're working with. Be the person you're looking for. If you are looking for someone who's leading themselves well, and I hope that you are, then you have got to become the person you're looking for. Be who you're looking for. See, there's no greater gift than to lead yourself well, to lead yourself and your family and and those around, your friends and coworkers. But let me remind you of this truth. Being an exceptional self-leader does not earn the favor of God. See, God sent Jesus as a free gift. He, He sent Jesus to come to earth to to die on a cross. They put him in a tomb and he rose from the dead. And and Jesus was the face of grace. And and the good news is that that God loves you right now as you are. You don't have to change a thing. You can't earn it. There's nothing you can do to earn his love. There's nothing you can do to make him love you less. God loves you now just as you are. And you can receive life and relationship and connection to him by simply just giving him your life and following him and taking the first step of baptism. And then once you're a follower of Jesus, he calls you into this grander purpose. He calls you into say, hey, your life's just not about you. It's this bigger purpose. And you have a, a larger, grander role in the world that's beyond just you. And you have your gifts and talents and abilities, but they're not just for you. They're for a bigger purpose. And this is where we have to take a hard look in the mirror and go, okay, God, I don't want to settle for a lesser version of what you've called me to be. I want to to reach my maximum potential based on the gifts and the talents you have given to me. And that's where we have to take a hard look in the mirror. And that's where we have to push through and be brutally honest with ourselves and, and challenge ourselves. And that, friend, is where the role of the church comes in. That's where those of us who are in community and doing life together, that we can't lead ourselves by ourselves, that we lock arms together and and we, we encourage one another, we inspire one another, we challenge one another, we push one another in a loving way so that we can be who God created us to be. Friends, that is the, the vision of 2022. We want to help as many people find Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, we want to to do everything in our power to help you have an encounter with the real Jesus. And if you are a follower of Jesus, we want to help you follow him into deeper levels of faith and confidence and be who he created you to be. And we're not perfect. We're deeply flawed. But, man, that's, our, that's what we're trying to do. In the midst of a crazy world, in the midst of variance, in the midst of so much uncertainty, one thing is sure. God loves you. And he created this great thing called the church, this gathering, this, the gathering of God's people so that we can do life together. Friends, I do believe this is the best year. 
I don't just say that. I'm just trying to blow smoke. I, I really believe the best is here. And 2022 is the best year that we're going we're gonna to experience together. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I'm excited about, God, what you're doing. God, we, we thank you. God, we thank you for this church. We thank you for the community, these amazing people who call this place home. I couldn't be more thrilled, God. What amazing people. And so, God, may your favor and blessing and protection just fall on us, God. God, may we, may we take your words to, to heart. May we, may we just help as many people as possible find and follow you. And, God, those of us who are followers of you, God, can we just spur one another, encourage one another to, to love and good deeds, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how uncertain it gets, no matter how good it gets, no matter how high the highs or lows the lows. God, we just surrender this year to you. We're trusting that you're going to do great, mighty things far beyond what we could dream or even imagine. And so we give you this now in, in the powerful, loving name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. We would love to hear from you. You can always reach out to us on our social media channels or send us an email at hello at Also, be sure to subscribe because you don't want to miss out on any future conversations. I hope our time together inspired you to take your next step in your faith journey.